With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The scripture lesson this morning is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put on oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen. And your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. This is the word of our Lord. Thank you, Donna. Maybe you notice we have somebody on organ today. This is Rod. He's my friend. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have so much fun, but yeah, he wanted to be here at 8 o'clock and and help us out. Good thing, because otherwise, because the rest of the day is shot. So this is big fun and excitement, but Rod's going to be around with us here, so make him feel welcome. This is awesome and incredible. But knowing the Lord is with us and hearing his mighty word for our lives. Let's pause for a moment and meditate upon the scripture and ask the Lord to help us in the understanding of it. And as we do so, I would offer up a word of prayer for you and invite you to do the same for me. Let's pray together. And now, O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Our rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Today, we're going to continue in the spiritual disciplines, and we're going to be talking about fasting and study. Fasting. Yeah, I know. It's, it falls on the ear of Americans heavy. This is a hard word to hear. With the, the quantity and variety of food we have in this country, fasting seems like such a foreign and alien concept to us. Now, just to give you an example, grandkids were coming not too long ago. They love Oreos. I went to buy a pack of Oreos. There are so many varieties of Oreos now. It took me 15 minutes to find just a box, the bag of Oreos that I needed. It's incredible what is available to us. But nonetheless, here's Jesus saying to us that we need to be disciplined by fasting. Now, You need to understand, Jesus doesn't word this as a commandment. He doesn't say, thou shalt fast one day a week and give us all the formula for that. But did you hear what Jesus says? Straight from the Sermon on the Mount. He says, when you fast. So he is assuming we are fasting. He doesn't have to make a rule out of it because he is assuming this is something we are already doing. So he doesn't say to us, if you feel like fasting, then go ahead. He says, when you fast, this is what you are to do. So obviously, Jesus does want us to fast. 
Now, I'm absolutely convinced of that simple fact. Now, I, I hear you. But pastor, I need three meals a day and a few snacks in between or my health suffers. Really? <laughs> now, that's called conditioning. <laughs> we, we've kind of trained ourselves to do that. Now, just to give you the opposite end of the spectrum. For the past about two years or so, my wife and I, most days of the week, have one meal a day. And a very modest meal at that. Do I look unhealthy to you? you want to see me jog in place a little bit or something? Right? So, I mean, this is the culture and conditioning. So what Jesus is saying is that we need to get beyond that. We don't allow the culture to dictate to us what we believe and how we act. We listen to what Jesus says to us. And again, he's assuming that we are fasting. According to the biblical testimony of all the fasting we see throughout the Old and New Testament, we quickly will discover that fasting is actually healthy for us. It's a good thing for us to do with less food, especially here in America. Fasting simply means that you go without food for a period of time, usually 18 to 24 hours, something to that effect. You drink throughout that period, but you just deny yourself solid food for that time period. Now, Lent is an ideal time for us to be focused on that because Lent is designed to help us to live a more disciplined life. So as Jesus talks about fasting, he's actually forcing us to answer the question, what is the motive of my fasting? The motive needs to be that we're not just giving something up. We are disciplining ourselves to be more like Christ. And so, when you fast, the purpose is not to simply give up food for a day. The purpose is that when you give up food, you will use that time, time now, food converts to time, you would use the time that would have been spent preparing food and eating the food to do something like Jesus would do. To find some act of kindness to do for somebody else. To spend that hour or two in some Christian service. To make Christ clearly seen to someone else. You could spend that hour or two in the discipline of study. You could spend time in Scripture. You could begin to focus on discovering what Jesus really is like. So the purpose of fasting, the purpose of study, is that it has to center on God. Now, here's the most shocking statement you're going to hear from me today. Are you ready? Are you sitting down? Okay, good. Food will not sustain you. We, we think we need food to sustain us. Food will not sustain you. Read your scriptures. God sustains us, not the food. That's why we pray to God in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread. When we fast, we're not so much giving up food as much as we are, are you ready for this, feasting on the Word of God. We're being fed by God 
as we fast. There's a scene in the Gospel of John in which Jesus is alone talking with a woman for a long time. The disciples come back and they bring food to Jesus and implore him to eat. They know it's been hours and hours and hours since he has eaten. And Jesus responds, quote, I have food to eat that you do not know. My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. Going without food for a day, according to Jesus, should not make you miserable. That's not the motivation. That's not the attitude we should have. In fact, it should bring us to the point of feeding on the word of God. It's not just giving up food. Fasting brings with it an incredible spiritual blessing. And one of those incredible blessings is that we will desire to study God's word. As we begin to focus on what Jesus says we need to be doing, it's going to immediately draw us into his word. So study is that analytical process of coming to a fuller understanding of scripture. You want to, people complain, I don't understand the Bible. Well, you need to read it. <laughs> you need to spend some more time with it. Does that not sound right? So the goal of studying is that we would discipline ourselves to come to that complete comprehension of the word. The Bible is not designed to be a mystery to us. It is God revealing himself to us so that we will know him. And so do we want to be in closer relationship with him. Now, there's a couple of you around the room. For those of you that, that are in one of my two Bible studies that we have on a week-to-week basis, have you not discovered the value of study? I mean, we revel in the joy of understanding. Now, I would define understanding as coming to the point in which you can apply the teachings of the Bible that are truly thousands of years old but nonetheless apply those teachings to our lives today. That's what understanding Scripture is really all about. So what we study in the Bible study I lead are not theories to be pondered. What we do is study these practices that are to be lived. Over the years in my Bible study, there's been dozens of times that we have spent 60 and sometimes 90 minutes on one verse of Scripture. (laughs) Jim's shaking his head. Yeah, just recently we did that. It's crazy that when you, you afford the time to do that and you look at what is being said to us, we can take that and then the conversation becomes, this is how we need to see that principle lived out today. Bible study is not just a a mental process. It is designed to put those words to action. So yes, as we talk, as a group, we, we process. We struggle with the scriptures. But we really do want to understand what God is trying to teach us. And that takes time. So that hour or two that you are now have free from food preparation and food eating from your fast, you could now spend reading, studying, coming to a comprehension of Scripture. 
Study is so much more than just reading the Bible like a novel. Trying to get through it. Trying to get to the end to find out who done it. Study is literally hanging on every word. And allowing every word to impact our lives. So my suggestion is, don't read the Bible for quantity. Read the Bible for quality. Read a verse once. Stop. Read that verse again. Stop. Read that verse again. Try it like ten times. Read that same verse ten times. Focus and concentrate on just that one verse. And then choose to live that verse. Study scripture. Study life. Be observant of how God is at work in the people and the events around you. You will be amazed at what you see of how God is at work. This God who is described as a still and small voice. A God who works behind the scenes. This God who is quiet and yet still easily witnessed. This God is at work. And we need to be observant of that. So yes, fast. Pick a day a week and fast. And use that time you would have spent with the food to grow in faith. To become a better servant. To study scripture and the world around you. All I know is that God speaks. God speaks if we're willing to slow ourselves down. And to regain the balance of life as God has designed it. When we do that. Blessings will be ours every day. Through our fasting, through our study, I pray God's mighty blessing upon each and every one of you. May God so bless and keep us. Amen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.